What's going on? What's going on? What up, world? What's up, sis? How you doing? I'm doing fantastically well. How are you doing? Fantastically well. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, waiting to... uh, Everybody come on in. Come on in. Come on in. We got the come on in music going on. I know, right? Let me share the the show to my page. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to check your page from time to time because I know it is shared there uh, through our platform. So um, you may have to check it to add some comments or what have you. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But hey, uh, welcome everybody to No Panties After Dark. This is your relationship conversation congregation. We uh, keep the relations, or we put the relations back into relationships. And, and that's cool because tonight's show is all about keeping that spark. And we're going to have a special guest yes. on. Uh, who is an amazing uh, counselor. You guys have seen her before on our show, uh, Miss LaQuisha Moore. All right. Very excited. Yes, yes, yes. She's dope. Yep, she is. And and, and shout out to um, her her friend that came on with her before. Um, I don't be knowing whether to say people's government names or not. You're talking about the narcissist slayer. The narcissist slayer. We're gonna I leave like it at her. that. I like that. Um, she, uh, she's, you know, um, had some things to take care of tonight, so uh, she was gonna come, but wasn't able to make it. But uh, either way, we are gonna, um, you know, bring her energy uh, in just the same. So everybody, get cozied up, get ready, so we can go ahead and get into the show. You ready, sis? I'm ready. I got my. I'm still burning my candles from last night. Did you participate in last night's full moon activity? The full moon activity. Yeah, I, I, I read about it and all that good stuff. I didn't. I didn't participate. You, didn't participate. you know. Um. I mean, I. I. I, I howled at the moon. Um, so. <laughs> Heard you, you howl know. before. I'm sure it was effective. Exactly. Exactly. You know. So I did a. I did a, a duet. A howling duet to my own video. But we'll. Get into the show, folks. It is No Panties After Dark. No Panties After Dark. Your adult relationship conversation conversation. Going where most ones. Speaking of things most don't. It's No Panties After Dark. We put the relations back into relationships. right everyone again it is no panties after dark it's yours truly mr just as joe as well as my 
sister from another mother, sister, pretty what brown up, what skin. Up? Hey, 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 hey. Looking quite natural. Looking good. Yeah. We like yeah. it. We like it. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I just I wasn't in the mood for lashes and stuff today, but I got yeah. on my, my Viking shirt. I had to, you know, rep my team with seven and one there right you now. There you go. There you go. I'm talking about. That's what's up. That's what's up. We're cool, cool, cool. Well, I tell you what, as we always do, um, we'll get into the uh um the timeline review, and then we'll do celebrity news you can't use. And then after we that, we'll get into, to get into. <laughs> oh man, I bet, I bet, because it's been you know a week hiatus. So I'm pretty sure uh, in two weeks there have been a lot of things that have jumbled up that you are just ready to burst with. So <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, but how was your week, by the way? Well, you know what? Um, I had a very, very eventful weekend actually. Um, so about four o'clock Friday. My my best friend, right look, you know, she was on with us last time. Mm-hmm. She hit me up and she was like, uh, she was supposed, oh yeah, let me back it up, back it up, back it up. You remember last week when we were on and somebody hit her up immediately after the show and told her two that, weeks ago, yes. Yeah, told her that she was supposed to be his wife. Mm-hmm. All right, so that brother slid in the DMs, told her that she was supposed to be his wife, and they had made a date to go see Kevin Hart. Mm. Well, he turned out didn't buy tickets to Kevin Hart like he told her. Mm. And she was upset about it. So like about four o'clock, she said, you know what, sis? We're going to buy our own tickets to Kevin Hart. Let's go. So mm. I got off work, went and found me something, went shopping in my closet, found something to put on, and I was outside. And I was not supposed, I was supposed to spend in the house all weekend. I ain't come home all weekend this weekend. Yeah, I think I remember uh, hitting you up um, was it Sunday? I was, on was a date. like, yeah, I I just got in at seven a.m. or something like that. I was I was a, I was on a date all weekend. I met a I met a really nice a gentleman. He he was a gentleman. Met a really nice gentleman, and uh, it takes right look. She'll have to come back and tell the story, but she says she watched him watch me for about twenty minutes and muster up the courage to come talk to me. And mm. he asked my name, and then he said, "I'd like to take you to dinner sometime." And I said, "I would love that." And he said, well, put right. your number in my phone. And he said, what are you doing after this? So he took me, we went to Waffle House and we sat and watched the sun come up. And then I was out the next day and I went to now dinner. Did y'all talk him. while y'all sat and watched yeah, the we sun talked. come up? Yeah, we <laughs> or did y'all just that. literally sit there and look at the sky? No, hmm. we had all the good conversations. <laughs> I asked wow. all the good questions and he answered all hmm. the good questions without hesitation. Give, give so us a good me. question you asked. The good question. Give us, give have us a good ever, question. Have you ever been married? How many children do you have? How long have your okay. parents been married? Oh yeah, we got to all of that. Now, now, that. now, here's a, here's a here's a good thing, you know, that you're bringing this up because we've talked about these things, mm-hmm. and people will say, oh, you know, it just it just sounds weird to to do that, you know, you know, how can you no. just bring all that up? So no, how do I, you know, was it weird for you? Did you no. did you just um, did you just sit there and just, you know, just shoot them all off or, no, it wasn't or weird, the casual conversation, conversation, but you were intentional with it? The conversation flowed nicely. Like a lot of the things I didn't have to ask, he like just he gave it up. He smiled the whole time. So we talked for four hours. Brother got a smile, like Kool-Aid smile for four hours. Okay. And like, I know his face hurts, but we had a we had a really good time. That was the pre-dated Waffle House where we watched the sun come up. And so then he was very intentional. He knew where he was going to take me. 
he knew what time to tell me to be ready. So, I, you know, you know, most time men will say, let me take you out to dinner and then say, well, where do you want to eat? He just asked mm. what kind of food that I like. He suggested a spot. He said, let's meet there at eight o'clock. So we met there at eight mm. o'clock and we had dinner. I like it. And it was good. And, and, and you didn't you didn't buck up and and talk about where you want to go and, and no. you know, where no, you'd no, like no, to no. eat at this. You let no. him do him. Yes. What he, now, he posed to very, do. Okay. Yeah, he was very about. intentional. He took me. So we went out to dinner and it was great. I wouldn't say it was like the best restaurant. That's not what I would have picked. But that's, you know, the fact that he came and the said, effort. It, it was the effort that he, he had a plan. Because most men mm -hmm. will ask you out and then say, so where are we going? He had a plan, so I rode with it. I was like, okay, yeah, I like that's this. That's good. So, you know, then after dinner, I got in his car with him. He has a, a his car is beautiful. Got in his car with him. We went out to, we went to Long Shots, you know, my spot. We hung out there until about three. And he brought me back to my car. And then we sat and we talked some more until the sun came up again. Mm. And then the next night he took me out to shoot pool. So I was on three dates in the span of a day and a half. Wow. Wow. So it sounds, so I don't even need to ask, uh, did it go well? It sounds like it went, it went very, well. It went very well. He was a gentleman, kept his hands to himself didn't make comments about my body like he was he question was is did you keep your hands to yourself I can, of course <laughs> of course what are you talking about so yeah it was it was very By the third date yeah, you know so. you probably trying to climb on the motherfucker. no you know, no i mean no i mean i, I can say the chemistry was there <laughs> we wanted to but we were being yeah. respectful of each other so it was it was good. good yeah it was a very good experience there are men out there who will take you on dates and we'll be respectful and they will be intentional. But yeah, we got to all the good questions. And um, so far, I would say he checks off about two thirds of my list. That's what's and up. I, That's what's and up. I check off a lot of his list too is what he said. So, Okay, cool. Yes, that was cool. I had a good weekend for a weekend that I was supposed it. to spend in the house cleaning and watching TV. <laughs> that is what's up. Okay, good. Okay. How was your weekend? My weekend was uh dope. It was so good. I don't even remember it. I don't even remember wow. my weekend. It's like it was just so in the moment. It was that good. Like it was that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't out on five, six dates like me in a day and a half. Uh, no, no. I, I wasn't. No. Um, never, not me. Um, you know. <laughs> nope, not me. But moving right along, um, and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so let's get to uh, the uh, timeline review, folks. This is where we go ahead and we jump on our own No Pennies After Dark timeline, and we check it out. And, and you know what? I want y'all to feel free to actually post on our timeline. Feel yeah. free to post on our wall. We want to hear yeah. you. We want to talk to you. We want to interact with you. Exactly. We want to interact with you, you know, and, and don't forget Instagram. You get us up there too. Yes. You know what I mean? Everywhere you want to be. Yeah. And, and we, and we fixed the whole Instagram to Facebook thing. So, you know, now when we post the Instagram, it'll go to Facebook like it's supposed to. I got to log oh, into the new up? Instagram. I haven't logged in yet. <laughs> it's all good. All good. And let's see, anything specific that I need to start at, that I should um, start maybe at? Maybe you could go back to the one that I posted last week that you couldn't pull up. I don't know what happened with that because that one... Did you find I, it? I, I meant that it was on there. Uh, yeah, I posted some of my Halloween videos too. Okay. 
So since we uh, weren't here for Halloween. Uh-huh. There we go. There we go. Is this the one of the ones you're talking that's about? That's the one. That's the one. Okay. All right. Cool. So let's check this out. Peace. How you want her to be your peace when all you're doing is bringing nightmares in her life? And I'm getting sick of men saying that. I want a woman to be my peace. No, the f*** you don't. You want a woman that won't question you when you're bringing chaos in her life. Talking about be my peace. How you want her to be your peace when all you're doing is bringing nightmares in her life? And every time she speaks up, you say she's disturbing your peace. Of course she is. Because you cheating. You ain't available. You don't validate her. When you say you want a woman to be your peace, you mean you want a woman that don't speak up for herself, that don't call you out on your mother bullshit. If you not doing bullshit, shit is peaceful. You don't even have to say be my peace when you hmm. are bringing peace. What peaceful ass nigga has ever had to say be my peace? The chaotic men, the disrespectful men, cheating men, the men that got fucking problems, the men that want to have their cake and eat it too, those are the men that scream, I want a, I want a woman to be my peace. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I, I feel like we did go over this one. We did. Remember... We, we didn't play it. We didn't play that, okay. but we had the conversation. Okay, okay. All right, good stuff. Well, and, and I, I, you know, because I remember us talking about how, it, you know, I mean, I agree with him. And it seems like he's specifically talking about men that's out there on their bullshit, you know, cheating. Those are the ones that I was running into talking about be my peace. Like, you bring chaos, disorder, dysfunction, toxicity to my life. I can't be your peace because I'm too busy trying to find mine because you disrupted it. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. It's right here, too. You know, threatening divorce during an argument breaks trust destroys intimacy creates insecurity like it when, does. When, when people sit there and they blurt out and, and if you're not married and you sit there and you blurt out you know what we need to you know we, we probably that's why we need to take some time that's why we need to uh wait uh uh uh, 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 uh longer to, versus what we said before when we was gonna get married that's why we need to you know when when people threaten anything that gives an inkling of a breakup then yeah it breaks trust you know it destroys intimacy it most definitely it's, it's, it's something about that that is tied to intimacy when a person is like I, I don't know how to say it because i don't it's not just threatening divorce but just when when you're bringing aggression and toxicity and that shit right there it destroys intimacy it does absolutely you know what um my ex used to do that that i was with for years and years like i remember like we had an argument he was like well see i just think we need to go our separate ways i haven't been happy in a very long time he said that to me and mm -hmm. you know like we didn't go our separate ways we stuck it out but then now in the back of my mind i'm like well how long have you been unhappy so it's making me mm. feel a certain type of way. So then when I came to him and I was like, I need some reassurance, I'm feeling insecure. He said, well, I'm still here, am I, aren't I? And I'm like, but you were still here all those months ago where you told me that you hadn't been happy for a long time. So how am I supposed to know if you're still happy with me or if you were just saying that because you was mad and that really did, you know, seem like I stung and I never recovered from those words. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, counseling, you know, more and more do I look at counseling as like, that's 
reassurance, the ability to sit with someone and everybody talk it out, you know, can help create some security, some reassurance and, and such like that. Um, this is an interesting one. I saw just broke up with my boyfriend of three years because he told me he's getting full custody of his kids. I can't imagine coming home to three kids. That's not mine's every day. Hmm. Interesting. Now, you know, I see both sides on this. I'm not going to lie. Um, because again, she, when she got with him in a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship type thing, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, he didn't have, he didn't have the kids. So now all of a sudden it's cut. So it's a change in lifestyle. They're not married. And you know, what if kids or kids living with him was a deal breaker in the beginning? He checked off at first. Yeah, but because it's always a possibility. Yeah, and that's why I say I see both sides because, again, you know, I mean, how much do you love this person if uh, you can't go through a change like this with them? But at the same time, you know, a person has the ability and 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 desire to say, you know what, I don't. This isn't what I want. This wasn't what I want. Yeah. And clearly, she was there for a good time, not a long time. Like she didn't see. I'm not gonna say that though. Marriage in the cards because here's the thing, you know, you know that he's got three kids. It's a given that this is a possibility. This can happen. This can be your life. I mean, but a a lot of things can happen. T. Yeah, a person can walk down the street and get hit by Acme piano out of there. It's a possibility that that can happen. That's you know. very true. I just feel like homeboy dodged a bullet, you know, because if you, you know, I probably I so. You, I'm, I come with kids. So, you know, saying my kids live with me full time and I'm making known up front like, hey, you know, I'm not going to bring you into the fold immediately. But if you're trying to do this long term, like they in the picture and you got to take all of us. So, you know, she obviously wasn't with the full package. And that's, I guess that's her prerogative. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Let's look at this one. Question six, ladies, I found a good man. He cares for me, helps me out, and has welcomed my kids in his home at 3 a.m. His car alarm sounded. We caught my baby daddy stealing gas out of his car. He says, I can't be with someone who would have kids by a guy like that. Ooh. (laughs) Listen, Linda. (laughs) I feel like I want to go. And and look that up. Let's look at what Vita Briscoe had to say. She says he doesn't have to and apparently doesn't want to deal with baby daddy drama. He is protecting his peace. He he, he didn't ask her to be his peace. He's just protecting his own, right? Uh huh. And um, I mean that's and, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah, she she needs to find someone who is willing to deal with it, or she needs to get that resolved before she tries to get into another relationship. That's True. Agree. Absolutely. Agree. You gotta you know, get a handle on that, sis. I feel like we should go to six brown chicks and um let's take a look and uh see what um see what uh let's see six. I wanna see I wanna see the uh uh what you call it the comments. All right, 
Oh, shit, I thought I'm seeing anything on the timer. Uh, let me see if we can find it. Oh, no, if we can find it. There we go. I went to their Instagram, and it wasn't a whole lot on their Instagram because I wanted to see. Too. Oh, here it is right here. Oh, okay. Okay, there we go. Let's um let's go ahead and look at some of the comments because that's you know that's the best part about any of this stuff is uh looking at the comments, see what other people uh had to say. View 40 more comments. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, he don't have time for the drama. If yo baby daddy don't respect you, he won't respect him either. I mean, he was stealing gas from the dude's car. <laughs> uh not, right, it was the dude's car, right? Wasn't it? Hold on, let me go read mm-hmm. that again. Is and she his has call, established yeah. boundaries, and that's what exactly. the problem is, you know. Because, like, you know, I think we've talked about this. Like, when I went through my breakup, my baby daddy ran off a couple of guys that I was seeing because it was my fault I had not established those boundaries of leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> now that we got those boundaries established, like, I mean, we still have issues. Like, I told him that I needed him to keep her. You know, because I was going out of town and I was like, I, he was like, did you say you were going to Canada? I was like, I didn't say that. He was like, oh, that's kind of fire set. Even if it was where I was going, guess what? That's my business and not your business. Where I go, who I go with and what I'm doing there is my business. Like we have to, I have to keep reminding him, like mm-hmm. stay over there in your lane, sir. And I think that that's what the problem is. She lacks healthy boundaries with her baby daddy and tell oh, him absolutely. to mind his damn business. And he's Absolutely. going to continue to do that until she puts her foot down and say, Matt, your damn motherfucking business, bitch. <laughs> exactly. You know, because that sounds like a situation where somebody is, you know, when she's not in a relationship, baby daddy's probably hanging around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got a little bit more time. You know, they're still lubby-dubby kind of, you know, even if they're not having sex, still, you know, still think he's, you know, king Top of that, that situation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and, and she gotta and shut that down, or she's never going to be able to move on. Exactly, she said. My advice is to move to another state. Don't let that crazy man know where you are. That guy was right to not not to continue. That was just the top or the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I mean, I don't see nobody who is is saying otherwise. But yeah, definitely, dude. But it was funny. Is this is about the dude was a. Uh, taking the gasoline and then down here here's a picture of uh, how to make gasoline at home (laughs) (laughs) hilarious uh hilarious but um yeah that was that was that was that's a trip uh let's see we'll do one more and then we'll get into celebrity news halloween uh situations oh yeah definitely definitely we gotta do that for halloween Let's go do Did that. Did you dress um, up? I, I asked everybody to post their costumes. Nobody bit. So I was going to I really, I did. I did dress up actually. Did you? What did um, you dress up as? Uh, you know what? Let me. I'll upload it here in a second. I did two costumes then, uh, this year. I, I dressed that's up. Okay, that's what's up. Okay. Perfect for. Urgent, baby, I won't fathom You're alive Don't you see that? I want you to be mine That thing Fine as hell Thick as fool Oh my God That's my baby Alright, there's one and then there's the other one There you go 
You know, I remember um the fact that he walked past that body. I'm too. It's just I, if, if I I remember playing OUT out with them uh red uh bouncy balls when I was a kid. <laughs> um devilish behavior because he's a hero. Let me tell you something about heroes, princess. A hero would sacrifice you for the greater good. I have no such compunction. I would burn this world for you. Oh yeah, I have fun with Halloween this year. I have fun with Halloween every year. I see, I see, I see. You did it in for Halloween. I did. I went hard. My daughter, she let me down. I was like, so what are we going to be? She's like, a cheerleader. I said, a zombie cheerleader? She goes, no, a cheerleader. A spooky cheerleader? <laughs> no, a cheerleader. I said, what about a vampire cheerleader? No, just a cheerleader. I was like, man. Mm. I was like, who are you? You are not my child. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Well, I tell you what, it is time for celebrity news. You can't use and i tell you what we'll get right into it right back after these commercials all right, all right. we'll be right back y'all all right don't go nowhere right back hey folks check out healthdaddywild.net 100 plant-based herbs and supplements whether you're in person or online use the word tipping for 10 percent off remember feel better look great healthdaddywild.net remember healthdaddywild.net Habibi Trading Company, home of soap sticks and Sayababa products. Over 400 locations at a store near you. Cincinnati, Ohio, Louisville and Lexington, Kentucky, Southern Indiana, or find yours online at Sayababa.com. Again, that's Sayababa.com. Habibi Trading Company, where you can find fragrances to incite your senses. Put the relationship. 
All right, all right, folks, we are back. It is celebrity news you can't use, sis. Pretty brown skin. Go ahead and give us a little something, something to hear on celebrity news we can't use. All right, so let's. We, I guess we can keep it kind of light tonight because it's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world. And I was like, I'm not going to remember everything, but this one right here. This thing right here made me just, I don't know if you know who social media influence or um, Nikita Dragon is. She mm. is uh, transgender and she's had the bottom surgery. So she no longer has the penis and she, uh, she, she got girl parts. Anyways, okay. she uh, got drunk at a hotel in Miami, beat up a cop and some other stuff, drunk belligerent behavior. And she got arrested and her id her driver's license still says that she's a man so they put her in with the men oh i bet they was down there in dade county wearing that look like hoochie out oh man that is that is a tough one right there right i was like Woo. like and literally like, yeah. like even when they put her in there all the guys was like oh that's a tough one right there <laughs> mm -hmm. right i mean <laughs> don't worry y'all will get that later <laughs> I mean, coochie is coochie, and they in, they in the jail. But that one was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it's, I think it's fresh too. Mm, that's so that was, one. yeah. That I know I'm going to hell for that, ain't I? <laughs> so they gonna work yeah, a little clay coochie out. <laughs> um, Drake and Twenty One Savage released a new album, and they drug Meg The Stallion and Serena Williams' husband in one of the songs. They, oh no, did what? you hear about that? No. He basically said that she lied about getting shot. He dropped some hard bars on that one. Anyways, Ooh. what makes it even more funny is there's another song on the album where they sampled one of her songs and she gets the writer's credit on the album. So y'all dissed her and y'all gotta pay her. Mm, yeah, I mean, you know, they set that up. Yeah, they set that up. Okay, so this one right here. Now, this one, I don't know if this is funny or if it's sick, but we're going to talk about it. You know who Kathy Griffin is, right? Uh, I feel like I do, like, but remind me. She's she's a comedian, and she ain't always funny. She's very okay. controversial. CNN fired her from the New Year's Eve live show. She used to do with Andy Cohen back in the day. It was Andy Cohen or Anderson Cooper? But they fired her. Anyways, yeah. you know Elon Musk about Twitter. Yes. And she was on the Twitter impersonating Elon Musk and he got sick of her shit. So he banned her account. Black. Wow. But wait a minute, it gets even better. Her mother, who is deceased, still had a Twitter account. Homegirl logged in her mother's account to get her tweets off. Oh, wow. That's, I was like, that's pretty fucking sick. I mean, it's messed up, but then I, I don't like the fact that uh, your boy banned her because it's kind of like, you know, we're trying to fight against that. You know what I mean? Right. And they, I mean, they over there letting the N-word with the hard R. They letting that roll off on Twitter. So I had initially went back to Twitter a little bit when we started backing up panties out the dark. I don't think I'm going to be hanging out over there. They're still over there talking about $200 dates anyway, and Anybody got time for that? It's kind of boring over there. 
Hmm. Um, in other news, uh, I don't know if you voted yesterday or not, but uh, yes, ma'am. The people down in Georgia, they didn't get it all right, and now there's gonna be a runoff between Warnock and Walker. Or did you really? See that? Oh, you know, I I heard about that. Somebody asked me about that today, but once uh, once uh, Greenberg won, and we got another Democrat again for a billion years here then i i just i i i didn't think about anything else yeah it was a damn shame booker didn't win but that's another conversation for the other day so they gonna have a runoff down in georgia and uh right now walker down there trying to figure out if he's the red or the blue yeah he i i, I do feel like they used him i do feel like they did he was definitely a pawn yeah and let's see, and last but not least, this is not news that you can't use. We actually, we just gonna, you know, gonna keep Sister Brittany Griner lifted up in prayer. So they moved Damn. her. And we don't know where they moved her to. And her lawyers don't know where she's at. Joe Biden said that he's been in constant communication with uh, with Putin. And he thinks that now that the primaries are over, maybe they can have some serious discussions on what to do to, to get her home. So prayers up for her. I hate that she's basically being used as a pawn right now. Yeah, a political pawn. A political pawn, yeah. Because somebody else committed the same offense and got a fine in like 17 days in jail or something like that. But was that in was that in Russia? In Russia, and they had more. Yeah. Yeah. They had more oil than so Yeah, I I I don't know. Why are we calling uh Walker uh Uncle Ruckus? I don't know. He's more Uncle Ruckus as he is Bubba Gump. You remember? Uh, yeah, I would Bubba say Bubba Gump, Gump more Bubba, than, Bubba than Uncle from, Ruckus. Yeah. I think people say Uncle Ruckus just because he's Republican. And a lot of times us as a as a people, as a culture, we just automatically, you know, class anybody who is like that as, as you know, Uncle Ruckus or whatever, you know. I got called yeah. an Auntie Ruckus in the makeup group because I said that I purchased makeup from somebody that people deemed a racist even though he apologized for the comments that he made 20 years ago and they were like you bought makeup from him you're an you bought makeup from papa john's i bought makeup from jeffree star <laughs> and that lipstick was incredible okay and i'll do it again <laughs> i'll do it again it's lipstick i don't got nothing to do with what he said in 2004 i don't got nothing to do with that he apologized for it it was 2004 it's 2022 let the fuck go so they call me on Auntie Ruckus. Oh, wow. <laughs> I okay. know, right? It's what it is. Uh, Auntie Ruckus. I wore that lipstick all weekend, too, for Halloween. Oh, Both shades. see? Okay. <laughs> what you got in your cup? Oh, man. Uh, I have uh, several bags of tea. Um, I recycle tea. So, you know, I be holding on to... To my, I just keep adding another tea bag in every time I make you tea. You just can't night. get enough tea, can you? I know. I'm Everybody bad. feels the you same. Know, Everybody feels big... like that. You're a big tea fan. I, 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 you. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Well, I tell you what, that is celebrity news you can't use. Um, does anybody feel like they can use it? Anybody? Anybody? If you can use it, let us know. But I tell you what, celebrity news you can't use. We appreciate it, sis, bringing that to the floor front. And 
right now, we want to go ahead and bring up our uh, uh, guest this evening, who um, is awesome and amazing. We, we, I love we her. Appreciate her. I, I don't know anybody who sees her and and hears her speak who doesn't say that they love her. So without further ado, we want to go ahead and bring sis to the stage. None other than Laquisha Moore. I'm going to let her say all the letters behind her name herself. I think it's LCPA. I think. <laughs> I, I could be right. I, I think I'm right. I'm, I'm probably wrong. Sis, <laughs> how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, good, doing? good. Hey. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Good. So we good. appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, did I get that right, LCP? I'm an I'm a LPCC. LPCC. Ooh, you got to put something back on your name. That's a licensed professional clinical counselor. But you know what? I can explain the difference to y'all because a lot of people really don't know. You, you started as an LPCA, right? Yes. Because A is for you're assistant. Out of school, you're right? level. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Let me. I'm over here, partner. Um, Could you hear me? Yeah, yeah. But does A stand for assistant? Associate. 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 Yeah. So okay. when you first come out of school, if you have a go to counseling track, of course, if you want go to social work, it's a little different. But when you first come out, you uh, LPCA. And um, that's a licensed professional counseling associate. And then you do that. You have to fulfill 4,000 hours of clinical work. And um, that's then, a lot of hours. Yep. That's two years worth of hours. And then you can apply to be a LPCC, which is fully licensed. So that means that in certain states, I think it's 14 states. It might have done changed now. But in about 14 states, people can practice at a master's level. Um without a doctoral level person over them and Kentucky is one of those states. So it makes you eligible to like get your own Medicaid number and be able to build insurance like a doctor and stuff like that. So that's what oh, changed. So you, you can, can build insurance now? Yes, you have to go through credentialing, which I have gone through it. I think I'm waiting on United Healthcare maybe as the last one. Hmm. But um but yeah so that's what changes. I think I, I, I feel the need to explain that sometimes because I don't think people really uh, pay attention to what's involved in like becoming a counselor. It is a lot of, you know, it's probably at least about seven years of school on average and then two more years of clinical work under um, a clinical supervisor before you can be fully licensed. So it takes about probably roughly around nine to 10 years to get fully licensed. Crazy. Like nine to ten years, and you can't even shoot people and put handcuffs on them. Nope, nope. But a cop, a cop can do. You know what? Uh, I don't know how many six months. I don't think they, I don't they have like to have a bachelor's degree to be. A cop. They don't have to have nothing. It's just six months of basic <laughs> training, a GED, and and and, and, a, and a and a and a need for adrenaline. <laughs> That's it. Right. Right. Well, man. Well, I mean, tonight we uh, wanted to bring forth a conversation because this is all about conversation, congregation, and it is keeping the spark. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So we're talking relationships, keeping the spark. And, and, you know, I can say that that's definitely something. That's a conversation that I think we all need mm-hmm. when it, because you get into a relationship, whether it's marriage, um, you know, long-term relationship, what have you, you know, you're headed towards marriage, all that good stuff. And sometimes it, uh, you know, things tend to fizzle out. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's kind of uh, you know, it's a thing, you know. I mean, T, you you kind of you know poised this uh conversation. What do you think when you talk about the idea of uh keeping the spark? What does that mean to you? Keeping the spark, that's keeping the you know, when you first get with somebody and it's all warm and tingly and you're all in love and you can't get enough of each other and then when after you get in for some time that goes away and then relationships are hard work so we want to to me keeping the spark is keeping just a little bit of what you had in the beginning keeping that alive throughout the duration of the relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as a a counselor uh, licensed clinical counselor, uh, Laquisha, do you, you know, do people, you know, do you come across that in sessions and things of that nature? Is that a thing, um, in, in sessions? I mean, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing, period. That's why a lot of people go to couples counseling, you know, um, with licensed professionals, because, Sometimes you need like that unbiased party to like see what you both see, but be neutral about addressing like the issues, you know. Mm. And so when you're in couples counseling, you know, neither one of the people are really your client in the couples counseling. It's it's the relationship is the client, you know. Mm-hmm. So like the barriers are the different issues in the relationship become. Uh, that that's becomes your focus in couples counseling. Um, I would say I see a lot of of like keeping the spark when I think of keeping the spark because you know we we all adults so we know like things ain't always gonna feel like they felt in the beginning because in the beginning you just now getting to know each other you mm-hmm. know trying to get to know as much as you can you excited to get to know that person you know. Um, but I think over time, you know, you get to see people's habits, you know, you get to see people's families, you get to see how maybe they move as parents. So it's like certain things that might turn you off. Um, so when you, when you uh, told me about this topic, I thought about like, when it comes to keeping the spark, you like, what, what puts the spark out, you know, that's really uh, what 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 blows out the candle? What blows out the candle? And I would say a lot of it is unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, um, intimacy issues, um, whether that be emotional intimacy or um, physical intimacy, trust issues, you know. Um, so, like, those are the things that came up. And then uh, what I had, like, reciprocity, you know. Are people having a lack of commitment to keeping it going? Because some people are, you know, chase highs, you know, 
So they feel good in the relationship. And then when the relationship doesn't feel good anymore, it's like, I got to go, I got to go find that thing that I was feeling, you know, at first, that's not there no more. So, um, but, but ultimately I was thinking about friendship and trust being like the, the bottom line, you know, cause when you friends with somebody, you can talk about what you want in the bedroom. You can talk about what you like, you, you trust that person to be able to really be yourself, you know? And I think sometimes the spark goes out when people don't present themselves in the beginning. So they present in like they, they facade. The avatar. You can't hide the real you for too long. And right. then now, you know, you're dealing with maybe that person don't like certain parts of you or you them and acceptance issues. So. Wow. Mm. So um, I was looking at uh, something here that talks about losing the spark, seven simple ways to rekindle uh your relationship um they go through reminiscing focusing on communication bringing back the romantic gestures practicing gratitude uh scheduling date nights try new things together mm -hmm. um kissing more often um interesting you know uh, so, uh, you know, when you look at some of these things, you would think that these are things that one would do anyway, right? But why do you no. think people forget or, or Life. in a sense, stop doing it? Go ahead, T. Life, what, what? Life happens. Life happens. Mm -hmm. You have kids, you have work priorities, you have all this going on. And then you put your partner on the back burner. It's very easy for life to just get in the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can go both ways with men and women. Depending Absolutely. on what they got going on. Um, and I think especially for women, because sometimes, you know, like I can't I can't be your woman right now. And I gotta be somebody's mama, somebody's worker, and like it's hard. I think balance is probably like a major issue. Work life balance. So work-life balance, um, you know, being a major issue. So I know in today's age, one of the bigger things is, and I can only, yeah, well, I'll say this when looking at, at women um, who are more, uh, I guess, bosses in their workplace mm -hmm. and then come home not turning that off or mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe that playing a part, but, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know when I think about that, what are some of the ways that, you know, you got a couple sitting in front of you. What are some of the ways that you coach them to, uh, um, I, I start with value system and love languages, you know, okay. because you feel like things that interfere with people's relationships a lot of times are, value system issues like like you value like you know you might think this is what i think a, a mother's supposed to do or this is what i think a woman you can just take out the kids and just this is what i think a woman should do be blah 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 you know and i think when people start to see that everybody ain't raised the same you know mm -hmm. that sometimes um 
that's what to me gets in the way. Like, so the value system of like, we don't share what's important to me is not what's important to you or vice versa. And also I, I focus on love languages because I feel like a lot of people love people the way they want to love them mm-hmm. instead of loving them the way they want to be loved. You know, that's important. So mm. like, you buy a gift for your, maybe your, one of your love languages gifts, but the gifts that you give your partner are gifts that you would want for yourself, not not necessarily the gifts that they would want for them. You know what I mean? And then they seem unwell yeah. when they're not that appreciative of the gift because yeah. it wasn't. I can see that. Like amount. if a guy is bringing home some thongs and, you know, maybe he really wants to wear them, you know, he really likes those thongs versus. <laughs> yeah, that's some other issues going on. Isn't it? Yeah, it's probably, it's probably a whole other issue. Weekly drinking game. Every time Joe makes me, everybody take a drink. Y'all gonna be drunk in the next <laughs> thirty minutes. the drink is but uh, <laughs> um, but but even bringing home thongs, right? If your partner, like, if you know that's something that your partner would like, I mean, some people would love like thongs. You know, you bring home, they're like, okay, let's. But but sometimes I feel like if you're doing something just for you, you know, for your benefit is what I'm more so referring to. Yeah, or yeah. You do things that you, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not buying this person what they want. I'm buying them what they need, you know, or like there's no consideration, you know. And I think mm. that's where the, um, I won't say no consideration because buying somebody something period is nice. Okay. And then, but then buying something something that they need is is definitely consideration as well. It means mm-hmm. they paid attention, they were attentive. But mm-hmm. versus buying something that they want, yeah, more than something that they need. And that's like, just I a need. to ask, you know, gifts and stuff like that. Um, I because there's five different love languages. You know, there's words of affirmation, there's quality time, there's acts of service, um, there's physical touch, and then there's gifts. So. Like when I do couples counseling, a lot of times I like get, have people identify their love languages, you know, and usually there is a difference in, in how they want to be loved and stuff. And that usually is what the issue is, you know. Do you find that most people show love the way that they want to receive love instead of the way that their partner wants to receive love? So like, let's say like my love language is acts of service. So that's because that's my love language. That's how I love my partner, and my partner, their love language is not access. Might be so physical not, touch, yeah. Right, it's not coming across. Yeah, hmm. I definitely think um, that that's what I'm talking about. It's like people like loving somebody else um, the way they want to, instead of the way that they would want to be loved. You know, or the way they want to be treated. And so, I mean, but can you help that in a sense? Because, like, okay, like acts of service, okay. If you're someone you like doing for the other person, you want to put a smile on their face. So you want to you want to cook for them. You want to, you know, clean whatever the case may be. That's acts of service. That's you love doing that for your significant other. And obviously they enjoying it because they reaping the benefits all day long of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm trying to figure out, is that wrong? When you say no, that, I don't think it's wrong because I think even, you know, showing love in any way is a blessing, you know. But but I'm saying 
that sometimes if the way I want to be loved and the way you show love are different, then that becomes like an issue. You know, if, you know, I have, I have people, they, they may be with people and they complain like, well, he, he won't even, you know, get my nails done or do this or do that. And I'd be thinking, man, to me, that's such a small thing to do to make somebody happy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. 25, 30, 25, 50, I guess wherever you go to get your nails done, it vary, but like doing something nice for somebody that they want. And, and I feel like a lot of times I, even when outside of couples, even when I see women and sometimes men too, it's like people be begging for the bare minimum in relationships. You know, it's like once all the love, you know, once all the lovey dovey part is, is gone and they don't got used to each other then like they don't do what they did to get them to keep them you know Mm. and especially like when you want to hold on to that relationship like just give me the bare minimum something to hold on to yeah i think we've all been there oh for sure (laughs) for sure um Mm. i think that but i think that keeping the spark is it's a two it's a it's a two player sport you know because two people have to be willing to do that it's like got to be a commitment to keeping the spark you know, I, I, like, I what, think do you that, need, what do you need from me? You know, so you mean like actually bucking up and opening your mouth and having that conversation yeah. with your significant other say, hey, what you know, what can I do to, you know, make you feel better about us? I don't know. Right. What can I do to, you know, make you happy or, or make you better yeah. about us? Mm hmm. Mm. I, I feel like, you know, um, I'm sitting here looking to find uh, something that exemplifies, you know, the ability to, uh, I'm going to show y'all this real quick, because um, this this could be it. This could be the thing that, um, you know, because a lot of people visual, this could be the thing that, that you know, makes people say oh yeah i can do that in order to keep the spark alive is that it right there is that is, is that what's necessary i mean it's gonna it's, it's gonna keep something alive i mean i guess he feel something. if he you know he breathe after he gets his solar plex hit some people be into that kind of thing. I think Joe's into that kind of thing. Is that what you and your lady do? When you get bored, no. like, babe, I'm bored. Let's do something. No, yeah. I have to try it though. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna wear those thongs you brought home, right? See, mm-hmm. but I yeah, think I'm not wearing them. I definitely think sexual intimacy is like a big issue too. Like you know, I think. So would you say? Would you put that as the like at the top of the list of of? the issues when it comes to keeping spark alive. I think I would like, I, I think I would put that. I'm going to put it up there. Like, I mean, I, I really honestly, it's, it's, it's definitely in the top three. It feels so shallow to say, you know, it does. It does. It's like, man, but God, God put it there. So, you know, but you, I do you know. think it's so important. Um, for many reasons but i i think it's important because a lot of times 
what is happening to what I see is a lot of times people have had other experiences, right? Because, you know, we're not going into marriages, our relationships, just never having been with nobody else, right? So you go into a relationship and you've had these other sexual experiences or something, or maybe you want to have experiences that you never had, you know? And I think when people ain't on the same page sexually, like it does become an issue because that person is like, it's, it's one of the things that causes the most dopamine to come to your brain, you know? I right. think the only thing probably that does more than that is probably like a heroin or some crazy drug, you know? Um, right. And you see couples that want to introduce other people, third parties into the bedroom, thinking that's going to reignite that flame yeah I, I, that does honestly, more damage that that hasn't i i don't know too many people even any really that have had great success with that option um because usually it ends up being some sneaky stuff going on afterwards mm-hmm. but it was really fun huh he said especially I mean, if it was really if it was fun. really fun then you know somebody mm-hmm. in there is trying to do it again and and then somebody may not be trying to do it again you know now you like and i i think in most cases you know if you do something like that the guy is like what, what what's wrong baby we, we it was good what happened like mm-hmm. you was having fun you know mm-hmm. uh, what, what's the problem you know i mean i know it just happened uh earlier this morning but i mean you know here it is eight hours later i mean ain't, ain't you ready to do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but, I mean, how do you, you know, I think sex drive issues are definitely, you know, some people want it a lot more than others. So, and sometimes it can be things that, you know, that they went on in their history that they don't view sex the same way the other person does. So. Do you find that when, when you have couples come uh, that, that bring forth, um, you know, these issues, uh, let's say intimacy, do you end up doing individual counseling with a lot of people, you know, couples come in, but then you find like, okay, you know what? There's some, now, a lot of times it's the opposite. A lot of times mm. I'm doing individual counseling and that person's relationship is like, mm. um, an emotional distraction for them. And so that's when I'm like, well, maybe like, let's bring in, this part maybe I can kind of try to resolve some of the issues in counseling. Um, so that, so I don't usually have it the opposite way where people become, which I have, I've had, a, well, she was still an individual. I had an individual and she came as, a, then they came together as a couple. And then I start seeing her husband too, you know, so mm-hmm. like that, but it was pretty good because, you know, I'm good at maintaining like the confidentiality between that situation. So it was always like a good situation and they did get better as a family, you know, all the, all the way around. Um, but mostly it comes, they it's individuals that end up bringing their partners in because a lot of times, a lot of people come to therapy because of who they're with. Mm-hmm. I could see that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So, I mean, and I, I definitely feel like that's, you know, a lot of people come to therapy because of who they're with. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's, I mean, that's what puts a lot of people 
<laughs> in therapy <laughs> is because of who they're with. Uh, because of whatever they were doing in life, you know, they were floating along by themselves and, you know, fine in whatever way they were. Not to say that they were healthy or what have you, but they were fine. And then mm. they get with someone and then now this begins to disrupt what they were normally doing and used to. And if you're not able to uh, make concessions, right, mm -hmm. um, adapt uh, and, 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 you know, accommodate not just for the sake of accommodating, but for the sake of saying, hey, you know, I want this and I love this. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm making room for this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so I, I wonder if sometimes that being more of the problem is where you have a lot of people who maybe aren't. I don't I don't want to say maybe aren't done with the life that they had before mm -hmm. or maybe uh, just aren't as accommodating um, and don't know how to be as accommodating with this new life. Well, like actually considering somebody else and being, you well, know, partner. Well, I mean, just, you know, when you come together in a relationship and especially, I and I think more so probably when you move in together is where you really. That's where you get to see who a person is. Ooh, yes. wait. But that's but that's where more of the tension is. You know, I've I've heard it said before where, you know, when we were living in our own places, you know, we weren't around each other all the time. So it was, in a sense, better, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, because you get a chance to miss a person more, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, I so. know a couple that was married for years. Actually, my ex, his parents before his mother died she lived um in indiana she had her own apartment and he had a house not that far from us over in louisville they he uh paid bills at her house put groceries in the fridge she cooked dinner they did whatever they did and he went home she got sick he would get up in the morning get her dressed and get her ready for talk three to pick her up and take her to dialysis he'd come back over after work get her settled and then he'd go home and it worked better they could not live together Mm. But they were happily married. Mm. Wow. I don't think you gotta live together to be happily, you know, to be happy with somebody. Um, but I think living apart takes a lot of trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I've 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 known people to do things like A, I've seen people have their own bedroom in the home mm -hmm. uh individually. So, you know, and hey, uh, some nights she sleeps over in my bedroom. Some nights I sleep in her bedroom. Some nights we fall out in our own bedroom, mm -hmm. you know. Um, interesting, but I've seen loving relationships where that works. Um, I've seen situations where uh, people even live uh, in their own homes, you know, because they were homeowners before the fact and didn't want to give up and some nights she sleeps at his place some nights he sleeps at hers but they still have their own house to go back to mm -hmm. so i i guess it, in a sense it kind of boils down to what works for you right yeah right yeah how you able to live with somebody else and even the space that you in like do we got enough space to live comfortably with each other without being on top of each other like 
I do think people need their own respective spaces. You know how like a man have a man cave and the girl has a little spot, a little zen den or somewhere that she can go to, you know? Mm-hmm. Because um, I think yeah. you got to create you time in, in a relationship. Definitely, definitely. Now, I, I see, you know, in, I'll say in my relationship, you know, um, you know, like my lady, she she has uh, friends that she goes and kicks it with and chills with, and that's that's like her thing. You know, she she go and and on some day, sometimes on certain days when she feels like it, she goes and hangs out with this friend, um, you know, this homegirl, and then on another day uh, when she feels like it, she may go hang out with um, another uh, uh, female friend of hers, and that's that's her time. Mm-hmm. Like that's her doing her thing, getting away and enjoying, you know, her her little time. And I and I, you know, I'm I don't have no issues with that. I think that's needed. Why you say little Joe, you said little time. Why you say little time? No, I'm just playing. You know, <laughs> oh, did, did I say that? Like put little oh. on her, they minimize. No, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I just feel like that's that you know her being able to to go and do her you know, with her homegirls um, is, is like, like that should be the case. Like there shouldn't mm-hmm. be no issues with that. Um, and I think that that's, you know, cause we do have a smaller space, uh, but <laughs> did you, did, did you just show us uh, <laughs> something? That- <laughs> no, my, my iPad fell. My iPad fell. We know when you play the video back, you see where it fell. Because <laughs> we all saw where it fell. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. No. Anything can happen right here. On, uh... It was a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was nowhere to be found either. <laughs> Listen, Skull Vikings, okay? <laughs> I want to start out my Vikings gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Um because <laughs> you know Vikings back in the day, they went to go get that booty. Um <laughs> you know that's what they call riches and gold and stuff. And you know what? Uh, speak you know what? Speaking of why come I know this is completely off topic, and it was shown to me. I posted it on my page. Some woman was hitting on this man, she was shooting her shot. And before she shot her shot, she said, Do you mess with that light skinned girl with the big booty, Tiandria? What? Why? I was like, That was some hate. That was shade. Why you got to shade me, sis? Is that uh, shade? I think it was. It was dripping in shade. You could have said any kind. You, it's all kinds of ways. What part, of it was a, a, what part of it did you feel like was a diss? It was the light skinned big booty chick. Because you could have, she could have said that really pretty girl. The girl that posts the funny memes, the girl who has the podcast. I, I felt like that was said with a little hate. You know. Well, you know, when you see stuff, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, light skin, big butt. Maybe it was just her not giving you she objectified you real tough though. Didn't she, she did, didn't she? She looks <laughs> like good girls with big butts or something. I don't even know that I would have described a woman in that way. I wouldn't I mean after watching this video just now. Uh, this Halloween video. I didn't post it on my regular page. I thought about it. I, I thought about it and I was like, no, nah, I don't want my DMs. What is it? What did you we, have on your page? This, this uh, video we just watched of uh, her uh, 
Halloween um tour. Um, Ooh, my Halloween she, uh, tour. <laughs> I did exactly. all two costumes this year. Next year I'm doing seven. Seven costumes. I'm gonna do seven next year. That's that's my goal. Yeah, she. You know, we we just watched uh this video right here. Mm -hmm. Would you put it in the back up? I'm saying, okay, here we go. Oh, oh Lord. No, baby, just take I mean, old girl wasn't wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she had to describe you some kind of way. And that, that, that was the first thing. She probably don't know nothing about your podcast. She couldn't just say the next thing. She could say your name. That's where she went. She don't know nothing about your podcast. She just took out the uh, uh, P-O-D and the C and the T. And, and that's that all she knew. on my Facebook. That's on my TikTok. That's hilarious. See? Did y'all post this show? Because I couldn't find it to post it. That's um, what a lot of people are telling me that they can't some, find the show. Some yeah. type of technical difficulties. You know, again, YouTube is uh, definitely always the place. Because, you know, uh, Facebook be hating so much. Um, okay, so you do have I'm it going live on YouTube right now? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and I'll drop that on um on the page as well as uh being able to anybody can find us on there. But uh but yeah, I don't understand. It's live. I'm looking at it right here, live. Yeah. On our and you page. know what? And I feel like StreamYard numbers are wrong with who I was watching our show because mm -hmm. the last show that we did, I had it said 10 people watched the show. I had over 30 DMs. Like, that was a really good show. Like, people were yeah. hitting me up. Like, well, that was, I enjoyed the show. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and, and it, it keeps a, an accumulation, um, you know, number versus the actual viewership. So it is a little bit uh, skewed. But here, I post that on um, Facebook, on uh, the YouTube link. So people can, and then I'll, I'll share that as well. Okay, uh, so while you're doing that, this is my question. What do you say to couples who have experienced infidelity and trying to pull it back together and rebuild trust and reignite that flame? How do you overcome can, that? Can you? Um, can you overcome that? I think people definitely do. You know, um, I don't know that, that I want that to be my story. Like, I don't want the the cheating to now we good after all of this like type of story, like, you know, overcoming all this stuff that was unnecessary. You know what I mean? Right. Cause you like, hear I, women say it made us stronger. Yeah. When people say love's long suffering, I understand love long being long suffering and a lot the, of long suffering, uh, in the way of you might get sick or things might happen in our lives. That's unexpected or whatever. But, um, but I think if you're making choices that really impact another person's life, like, like why I got to suffer? Like, why why I got to suffer? Because you actively, consciously, you know, calculatedly, you know what I'm saying? Look, calculated. Right. Uh, and, that, and it is it's all of those things. Yeah. And this is how I feel about it. I feel like once you have crossed that boundary, 
Like, not only did you have no regard for yourself, you had no regard for me. Like, did you use protection? Do you know if that person has diseases and you could have possibly brought that back and infected me? You could have created another life. Like, I, I personally, I don't want that to be my story either. Like, he cheated on me and now we're stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. I can't get past that. But you hear so many people, you know, saying, and so many men, they'll say, well, I did this, that, whatever. She earned it. I'm going to go ahead and marry her now because she put up with all my shit. Right. Why do right. I have to put up with you, dog? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, they, know, this that's when they, all they done fell apart. They about 45, 50 now. God. But that's, it, yeah, that's crazy. Because think about, have y'all been watching that new uh, South African, um, uh, it's like a reality show. I think, that I, I, I think I clicked on it because it was showing, I think was they in Nigeria and it's like showing them kind of yeah. like upscale. It's kind of like a yeah, yeah, like like it's just hip hop ish type thing, but it's like in Africa, they dress in real fancy attire and stuff. Yep, yep. Um, and okay, I see the videos blocked uh for some reason, but um I'll clear that up. But yeah, I yeah, it is. It's it's uh uh, South African thing, and um, it's it's. I mean, it's dope to kind of see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't, but I don't know. There was a situation there where um, I'm sorry, y'all, because I got the show playing in my ear because I'm trying to fix whatever this blocking thing is. But there was a situation where um, one of the the people on there the couples uh, the husband had cheated and and you know um i guess it was like a big scandal because he's a a famous south african uh, singer or something like that mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like you know she took him back and her friends are looking at her sideways because of it but it's that same story where you know she put up with all my shit and you know and then they they after 10 years they, they did a renewal of their vows or whatever mm -hmm. uh you know so i'm just that type of stuff i mean is that toxic very see i i don't know i'm gonna tell y'all even as like when i do couples counseling i don't i've never uh and maybe if somebody's getting physically harmed but I don't really tell people to leave people or anything like that. You know, like I ask them questions to help them come to their own conclusions in their mind about the way they feel about things. And um, I think cheating is just, uh, I don't want to say all men cheat because they just, you know, all people cheat. I mean, like many people cheat, you know, and like men, the highest rate, of course, like, I would say I seen something that a dude was like 98% of men cheat. And I was like, I think that's about right, you know? And mm -hmm. it's weird because um, infidelity is a deal breaker for so many of us. So like once they cheat, it's like that, that is goes down the way you feel emotionally, you know, whether you feel emotional safety with them, physical safety, intimate, all that stuff is impacted by that. Um, but I think some women are, and even some men, like some people have the attitude that, that they're not letting nobody take nothing from them. They don't care how many girls you cheat with. Like, they they don't got him like I do. You know, it's kind of like, like Tyra, Amina, and Peter. Like, I'm the queen, they the concubines. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, Remember that I love in hip hop, Tyra, Amina, and Peter. Oh yeah, Tyra yeah. felt like I was I there first. People, I heard that you married him. Yeah, but I think more people are more polyamorous than they admit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in this day and age, you know, a lot of people don't really have their person to themselves. You know, um, you think you do, but even like a lot of people, even women, like they may not be cheating physically, but they usually like got friends, old friends, old guys that they have close relationships with. That's not maybe inappropriate conversations, but you know, just hanging on to like different stuff. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I just see I see that it's a deal breaker for a lot of us, and then I also see that it's so common. It's like it's just like we. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like it's becoming a normalcy. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that. Or I has think it already become a normalcy? I, I think it people always are waking up trying not to do it anymore. Right. I think it has been a normalcy for a long time. And I think social media just brings like more access, you know, people have more access to different people, you know, um, Codes in different area codes is a real thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. I think that um, it, it's hard because when you want a beautiful story, but then you got to, you know, deal with, with people doing certain things. And so your question was, do I think it's toxic? Um, I think that it's toxic for a person to be cheating and hurting another person, not really caring about their emotional or physical, you know, well-being. But um, do I think it's toxic for somebody to, like, forgive a person and stay with them and try to make it work and stuff? Not really. Um, I think that how a person's being treated, you know, in that situation, like, because we look at the cheating and stuff as the treatment, but really when a person's choosing to cheat, like they choosing that for them, you getting hurt is just a byproduct of it. It's not like mm. they did it to hurt you. You know what I mean? But it just hurts because it hurts, you know? Right. And they didn't consider you when they were in the acts of the cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think trying to keep that other person out of their head is more the objective in the act of that anyway, right? Like you're not even, you, you, you know, I would assume you not really trying to you know i mean i I can admit i've I've cheated in the past and and you know you're not you're you're thinking about Mm self-gratification you know you're thinking about um i mean dudes i think most dudes are are the same that but in a lot of ways i feel like you know somebody said something i don't know if it was you or somebody else but um yeah, in a, in a sense, I guess you're looking for something that mm-hmm. you aren't getting at home. I mean, I, I think that's what it boils down to, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, you know. It's not to the other person's ego to feel like that there's something that somebody else can give you that they can't, you know? I think that's what really gets hit is, like, the ego, you know, because, like, what is that person doing for you, you know, that I can't do or didn't do or haven't done or whatever. And um, I've actually, I mean, I think that when you actually have those conversations with a person, 
you really will find out like some things you may not have known, you know, about that person if they really get real about why they cheating and what's going on. Um, but I just think it's hard to come back from. And to be honest with you, um, every relationship, the relationships that mostly I've left was due to infidelity. Like I might have tried to work it out, but then something else. And that's why I say I'd be like, man, I don't know about second chances because every time I've ever given somebody a second chance, like it was like, it's almost like you just sign up for more of the same. And, mm-hmm. But I do think there are people who overcome like those challenges in their relationship and maybe find a way to get on the same page, you know? Yeah, I can't overcome it. Like once that's that's my my deal breaker. I know me, I'm not going to let that go. Mm-hmm. There's no point in even trying. I'm not going to be able to let it go. Like at that point, let's just go ahead and, and cut ties and walk away because you're going to have to put a lot of work in order to get me to let that go. And unless you're willing to put in that work and get me feeling secure again, it's never going to work. So let's just go ahead and, and just be out. Yeah. And I think, and, and when you think about keeping the spark alive, our things, you know, to put the spark out, I think insecurities kill, you know, if a person can't bounce back from that, then in, the insecurities will eat the relationship up anyway, because a man, even if he's like sorry, apologetic, or a woman is sorry, apologetic, I'll never do it again. Don't know why I did it in the first place, type of thing. Um, if that person um, is really trying to do the right thing by you and you can't let go because you're stuck, you know, because sometimes people really do change, but we're stuck where they traumatized us at, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we are still stuck in like, oh, you did this or you will do this. Or I know what you're capable of now. So it's hard to get past that to like move on. And um, I think about it in the way, you know, people say we get new mercies every day. And it's funny. I was like, you know, why is it so hard for us to give each other new mercies? Like to forgive, you know, like immediately and like be like, okay, I don't know what you was on, but let's get back to what we was on, you know? Right. Um, I think it's hard for people to do that. And I'm not going to, like, when it comes to, like, if I was married, um, I think I would be more willing to try to work out something um, than if I was just dating somebody. Because to me, now I'm signing up to be married to that, mm-hmm. like, to more of that mm. versus, like, we being married and maybe we've been together 10 years and you started working with somebody and you like them or something and y'all being human because y'all in the same space eight hours a day and I start liking each other from that's more understandable to me than um like somebody just going out <laughs> I can't even imagine somebody breaking it down like that because you know you 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 just put together an analysis like okay well y'all in the same room with each other eight hours a day y'all work together but, but i mean does it matter if it's 10 like I'm, I'm i understand people being human is what i'm saying yeah now no yeah. am i accepting of it of course i'm whole tornado about that kind of stuff but <laughs> what i'm saying is it's, it's understandable everything understandable ain't acceptable but i do understand how people get close and um maybe like each other are different stuff like that like stuff can happen and i think that Anybody like when it comes to temptation, like if you ain't, if you're not 
you know, you're dealing with a lot of men or people out here that I only say men because I feel like I'm beating up on men when I say men. And really, I think it goes both ways in a lot of ways. But you're dealing with a lot of people who are spiritually immature. So mm. for me, for a man to become faithful, like he only going to sleep with you for the rest of his life. Only you is the only person he's going to sleep with for the rest of his life. And maybe he's in his 30s or whatever, or his early 40s, whatever. That means he get like 20 good years, you know what I mean? That you think like that there's not a possibility ever that he would want something different, not because he don't love you, but because it's different, you know? Um, I mean, I feel like for a man to, to really walk that walk, he has to be very spiritually mature. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, <laughs> I definitely agree with that because it, you know, I think you're looking at something, you know, brother John, y'all, he'll say men are, you know, conquerors. Uh, they, they are, um, um, they're hunter gatherers. Mm-hmm. Right. So they go get and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's a, there's a natural innateness, uh in a man to go after go get so you know even when you talk about healing a community you know when we had that conversation before on another show then it's like okay you know if women would change this then men being as natural as they are is going after the you know if you change the bait then you train the mate. Exactly. There, there you go. You know, in a sense. So if you look at it from that perspective, it's almost like saying, in a sense, men will be men. Mm-hmm. You know, now that's not to say to accept cheating or anything like that. But I guess in a sense, it's like if there's nothing to go after anymore. Then for a man, that could be kind of, you know fizzled out there has to be i guess in any relationship there has to be more than than you know you you got to have some different variables going on here you know why, why do men stop going after it like you know why do you why do men date women and then or you know are they good morning beautiful all this stuff right and then after you start mm-hmm. dating them like it's like i think i think, I think no t said it earlier that that the relationship or uh, both of y'all have said it at one point in this show um but it's a two-person deal there so Mm -hmm. you know everybody has to be intentional exactly what they're doing you got to sit back and think like you i feel like you always should be looking at the other person and saying to yourself um in your own mind you know is there anything am i you know am i doing i, I mean i don't know because then, then that sounds kind of weird when i say that that exactly. you're always looking at another person to to say am i doing enough or that or just check yourself oh that's a check in you know that's an evaluation yeah. that's checking in like you know are you getting what you need from me um is there anything i can do to make your life better i make you happier you know like that's a check in um I think a lot of times the check-in don't happen. I think a lot of times people just start mm-hmm. feeling away about something and they let that get to them and they make and nobody communicates. And they right. make communication is key. And they make choices about like like um 
women, even even if you're dealing with a woman and she's insecure or whatever, and she gets a thought in her head, right? And she thinks something's going on. Y'all pick my power shop early. Don't judge me. Um, I uh, if she if she gets a thought in her head and she's like, oh, this is happening. Well, if you don't do nothing to like ease that or try to, you know, like some people are like, oh, I don't care about that. I'm not dealing with that, you know, then then whatever that might be in that person's mind becomes real because mm-hmm. they're disregarded in it or whatever. Um, and so, but I think that's why I say insecurities kill a lot of um, sparks, you know, because it's... I wonder how much is it when if we're, you know, like goals in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like in a way, sometimes that could be um, killing the spark. You know, if we're not sitting down, creating more goals or, or creating goals, working towards those goals, achieving those goals, and then creating other goals to work towards and then achieve like that's building you know i mean just the motion of it is like steps going up right but you gotta have two like-minded individuals so if you're very focused on building and having goals and then this person is over here and they're like well i think we're good where we're at i want to just sit and play video games and be on facebook all day that's never gonna work you gotta be like-minded mm-hmm. or even if you ain't like-minded you gotta be accepting of each other's differences you know because some exactly. people are vastly different, you know. Um, they might be more of a creative. You might be more of a, like a straight line person who does this or that, you know. Um, but I think if y'all can use y'all strengths, you know, to to help each other in different areas, mm. it's nothing wrong with that. Um, but like minded, when you say like minded, even growing up, of course, we always heard equally yoked. Like to me, it, all of that boils down to like value systems, what you care about versus what I care about, you know? Yeah, because I mean, equally yoked in this day and age, I don't think it has the same connotation as it, you know, had before, uh, you know, because I mean, I, I feel like more people are looking at religion as as somewhat of an indoctrination because there's a lot that was put on the table, but never really explained. Mm-hmm. when it comes to religion and the church mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. simply because you know there was a lot of conversation that isn't had um mm-hmm. in in the church especially when it comes to real life stuff like relationships you mm-hmm. know because equally yoked now you know i mean i like my eggs sunny side up that's me but we just want to be in um, alignment <laughs> <laughs> i think in alignment. always have meant being in alignment with each other you know exactly like, exactly sharing the same right. value system then well, joe's you know, over like, here trying to scramble the yolks you know because a lot of times i think we get the, the the believer versus the unbeliever thing you know is like where a lot of times they're equally yoked mm-hmm. but i think equally yoked means like two people who actually share the same value system and can mesh together you know yeah absolutely be in alignment with each other so that means that if i'm over here and 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 i'm you know like i love business i love to create new stuff um you know i love the idea of putting a business together taking it from my brain and then bringing it into uh Mm -hmm. this dimension into real life Mm -hmm. then 
she doesn't have to be that same way but don't dampen what i am and how i am when it comes to that but like you said let's look at strengths and okay where can you fit in at mm-hmm. in in the midst of this I, that's still alignment you know mm-hmm. she may be the 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 researcher you know mm-hmm. that finds this and finds that and i may be the executor um when it comes to to that but i think that building working towards goals together i think that is one thing that can definitely help keep a spark alive um and it's not all about you know sex mm-hmm. um here's a comment here from uh esoteric podcast with john yeah he says they say over 80 percent of married men sexually uh cheat on their wives at least once the main reason they say the sex at home is boring well there you have it people you have to be a porn star to keep swing from the chandelier (laughs) you are what you say you are super porn star um have no fear uh so i mean and i and i don't think it's it's that i i i think see i think there's a whole lot that that goes into that because when you really think about it this is where we get into the no pennies after dark (laughs) for real you know uh slide it to the left so you know and that's what's happening people aren't sliding to the left anymore you know there, there's there's no more um you know i mean hell when's the last time you know you knocked over the trunk you know i mean a car stop playing fellas you know what i mean you got to just spontaneously just push in the trunk when she's looking in there one day you know um you you're... <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that spontaneity is like a big deal for a lot of people especially um, yeah you know, sexual spontaneity is important. I think I think some people have, um, and, and I guess my views on sex. I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely even getting more comfortable even talking about sex, like as far as even professionally and all of that, because I think that sex is a lot more important and has a lot more, you know, uh, uh, implications than we give it credit for. Um, but I do think keeping the spark alive. Yes, I think keeping the spark alive in bed is important. I see it. But you know what? Conversations that I have with my girlfriends, and I don't know if you can relate, but we are finding as we are getting older, like I think it happened for me like around the time I hit like about 33, 34. As we are getting older, we are definitely enjoying sex more and we want it more. So like you turn, you turn 33, 34, and then you turn into a horny teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that's necessarily should be a problem because like the older you get for women, the older we get, the hornier we're getting. We, we're wanting it more. We're doing more things. These are the conversations I'm having with my girlfriend. Right, right. I don't even think it's really like uh, um because I think sex drive like women do get their sex drive in their 30s or whatever. They get more a higher sex drive. But uh, I want to say that's scientifically supported. Um, but I think what a, a bigger issue about where sexual intimacy becomes an issue in relationships is like people's boundaries in the bedroom, like what they will and won't do in the bedroom becomes more of the issue than it is like that they, that, you know, that they don't want to do nothing. It's just that they may not want to do the things their partners want to do. 
Yeah, you're right. You remember, uh, do y'all remember that movie way, way, way back in the day, Strictly Business? Yeah. They were the bedroom scene, and she's like, to the left. To the, I said to the left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I do think that people don't tell people enough, like, what they want in the bedroom. Because sometimes, like, even with women, when, I don't know what conversation you have with your friends, but a lot of times my friends, it's like they, they, are, they don't want to hurt a man's feelings by, like, telling him that he's, you know, if some of these dudes really, you know, uh, forty years. Like, old, I want to know. They don't. I want to know every bit of everything. Look, if I, if, you know, am I, am I not? I want to know everything. Like, you know, but you that's know what I mean? part of the friendship piece of dealing with somebody and being able to have those conversations. You know, but I'm saying a lot of people don't know how to have those conversations, and so they. I know like, the conversations I have with my girlfriends. We all believe like. We need to let you know so that you're not out here disappointing other people. Yeah. <laughs> we need to let you know. It's just hard to, to tell a man, like, you don't really you don't really know what you're doing right there. Like, not with I me. had a guy call me and was like, <laughs> I was hoping that you could come over so I could, help, I could have you for breakfast. And I told him I needed to clean my house. And because he's not. It was committed. It was terrible. I was like, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm busy. I got to deep clean my house. <laughs> Cleaning house is important. It doesn't, it doesn't get more. <laughs> I think he got the message. Nah, but I do man. think that it's just, man, I, I, am I on here as a professional? As a, what am I on here as tonight? No, <laughs> no, um, you just no, put no, no. Uh, LaQuisha Moore in there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They got a levitate shirt. It don't matter. Anyway. It's, it's no panties <laughs> after dark. No, but what I'll say is, um, I know even for me personally, I've definitely come into myself sexually as I've gotten older. You know, like I know what I want, I know what I require. And that's a good one. Should women come into themselves more? Yes, without shame. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times um I mean, what women like what women don't choose or don't want to do in the bedroom is tied to the negative beliefs that we have tied to certain acts. Or like, you know, it's it's certain things that we've been taught or grown up, you know, because I want to take marriage out the picture because, I mean, sometimes people think, oh, well, if you ain't married, you shouldn't be having sex anyway. But there's a lot of people having sex that ain't married. Um, I think that being, I think that women have to come into their self in that because a lot of women... Well, I mean, I mean, I don't need to go back to my profession all the time as far as the sexual well, trauma stuff, but a lot of women have been tampered with. You know, like the, the mm-hmm. numbers I have, right? So you're going to have women that have a lot of sexual aversions in the bedroom based mm-hmm. on things mm-hmm. that they have been through. Mm-hmm. And then you have men sometimes that have sexual aversions um, based on things they've either been through or even sometimes the type of women that they've been raised by or grown up with where they feel like when they meet a woman, like, I ain't ready to do this to her. I do that to her. or You know, like, it's like, because their attitude toward women is, you know, tempered with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, and, and I, I think that's good. You know, women, like you said, women, you know, should come into themselves because men, you know, are more prone to come into themselves a lot whereas women aren't so you know men masturbate more women don't so yeah women y'all well, should get know, masturbate and come into themselves learn they self you know they get a chance to learn themselves 
in a way that um, I think women don't really get to to do until they really start changing maybe they, they views on things or start feeling like they want to learn more. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think a lot of women just have a lot of shame tied to sex. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, there's, there's religion. And then, like you said, there's it, things that have gone on yes. in life. It, it's, it's so, I just, uh, who's, let's see. Where was that at? Oh, there was just this story. I think T sent it to me of a, a young lady who, I mean, there's so much out here. Young lady was raped. Her, her boyfriend told her not to go to this club. She went to the club and she ended up getting raped or whatever. And then now she's looking for solace in him. And he's like, uh-uh, I told you not to go to the club. Peace. You know, broke right. up with her. And that's kind of uh, sad because really... She snuck out is what it was. Well, not snuck out, but she lied to him and ended up going out anyway. Right, uh, right. Well, first of all, he's her boyfriend, not her husband, for one. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. Look, that's when you pull that. I mean, point. true. They was only seven months in. So, you know. Um, But but the thing... They was how old? Seven months in. Oh, seven relationship. months in. Furthermore, <laughs> though, even her deciding to go out to have fun because she just want to go out. Like somebody committing a crime against her, violating her. Mm, terrible. You know what I mean? Should not make him be like, oh, I told her not to go out. It's like if you tell your child, you know, not to go do something and they follow. Well, it, it was like, to be specific, he told her it was a, in, in, in all, in whatever opinions, we'll just say his opinion, it was a sleazy club, is what it was said. It was a sleazy club and, you know, he didn't want her to go. She probably could have picked another club that wasn't a sleazy club, but he was like, nah, that club sleazy. Don't go to that club. If you go there, then, you know, nah, it's not cool. I'm going to break up with you if you go out to that club. She said, she said, no, I'm not going to go to that club. Saturday comes, he ain't hear from her. She ends up calling him at four o'clock in the morning because of what happened. You know, he breaks up with her, sees her later, and she was beat up and bruised. So obviously it was probably true that she really did get raped or whatever. She left the party that she she left the club that she was at with a guy and his friends to go to another party. And that's what happened as she left with those guys who obviously she must not have known um, mm. but that she met at the club. She ended up getting raped by these guys that I guess ran a train on her or something. Um, well, she had gang raped. Uh, wow. I mean, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Cause it was the guy and his friends and she got raped. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm throwing that part out there. I'm assuming it was a gang rape, but Nonetheless, I mean uh, that definitely kills the spark um, in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for everybody, a lot of stuff because you know they both got a lot to work through if they gonna stay together with that. But I think that um, that I, I don't think a man should you know leave a girl alone because she goes to a she goes to a party. And, and but uh, I think the part of the story that gets a little confusing for me is her leaving with the guys. Um, exactly because at, at that point and, that, and it was said by comments as well as him that she probably was gonna cheat on me anyway because she left the club with whoever this guy and his friends were 
There were um, lots of issues and cracks in that foundation before that incident ever happened. <laughs> of course, of course. Lots. And mm. and in seven months of a relationship is kind of you know hard was, to really. It was already flimsy. Yeah. yeah I mean, Ask anybody. Yeah. Relationship, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's seven months in, I'm ready to be letting no dude tell me if I can go to the club or not. Exactly. True. So I think True. that's still. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I agree. I mean, and I think Ed kills the spark too, kind of though. A lot of men feel like women don't listen to them. You know, that maybe him telling her not to go was for her protection and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe him feeling like she didn't care to honor that, like, and ended up in a situation. He's probably like, man, I told you this is just a type of place. I mean, it was, it was, and remember, she lied. She said she wasn't going to, and then she just, decide if enough if 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 she didn't get raped and the night went well then he, he would never have known. known you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you know as as kind of i don't want to say karma but i would say as the universe uh does then you know she was doing something in the dark and it came to light you know mm -hmm. um and and ultimately does. yeah exactly and, and something well, happened and yeah. like you said, he 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 said it was a sleazy club. So in his mind, he was like, "Dude, you shouldn't be going there. I wouldn't go there. So I don't want you going there." You mm -hmm. know, um, and and so, but uh, yeah, again, that's a touchy. Type of, was that on the shade room page? I don't remember because yeah. I I wasn't the I one. Think who I think I seen it on but... your page, uh, T. Oh, okay. But I don't. I don't. Did I, I post that? Yeah, somebody, yeah, you posted post it. Like some, I think one of y'all posted, but no. Hold on, no, Maybe that was uh, that was Blair Smith. Oh, okay. Our okay. Our, our mutual friend Blair Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and and but going going back, I want to look at this comment again real quick. Should keeping the spark alive in bed uh, be important? And 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 with that in mind, I, I going back to what I was saying earlier when you have more things going on in the relationship like if y'all are building towards something creating goals whatever it is here's a financial goal all right we're gonna work towards that goal or here's a business goal we we want to bring forth these products you know whatever that is if you're in alignment with each other working towards that goal and you accomplish goal you know now you create more goal i think when you have more going on that you both are are, are in the relationship involved in working towards that helps to keep the spark alive because you know ultimately there's some enjoyment in accomplishing you know goals and and you know creating and building right yeah, i guess right if it's if if, it's, if the goal or whatever y'all working on is a mutual interest too but if yes. your business is a certain business, then just because I have a strength in that area, you know, you want me to work. Yeah, if it's one person's whatever versus the other, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I definitely get that. Um, yeah, but I think working toward a common goal definitely keeps people, you know, engaged with each other, you know, and especially if they actually meet in their milestones that they setting, like, mm -hmm. you know, and knowing they're doing it together is going to strengthen the relationship. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, especially if it's financial and 
you know, now y'all got money in the bank and you can go do more yeah, things together. Spark mm-hmm. relationship for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When one person goes broke, I, you know, one person feels like they having to carry the load and it's getting heavy, you know, and they feel like the other person ain't doing enough to make sure things happen, you know? That's stressful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what that is. That's uh, that's stress. Uh, you know, now you got you know, for dude is sitting there cooking, cleaning, uh, and making money, and you know, it gets to be stressful. And and now he's turning around saying, uh, be my peace, please. But then she's like, Oh no, you you know, uh, you can't be saying be my peace, what you cheating, you know. Um, and that's just a, a joke on what we was just looking at a second ago, uh mm-hmm. earlier in the show about the dude I crying you, about I just the, feel like men be my say peace. That. <laughs> Only fuck boys say be my peace. Why? It's gonna I'm come thinking. and it's gonna be understood that I'm gonna be your peace and you're gonna be mine. If you gotta tell me to be your peace, that means you're about to bring me chaos and disruption. Mm. Well, no, sometimes uh, men have just dealt with women who are not peaceful. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and that was my other side to that video as well. When we talked like, about some it, women ain't peaceful, show. like they just got an issue with everything. They, you know, they man bullies, you know. I've been a man bully before, you know, where I feel like I. Uh-oh, confession time. Wanted to control the 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 direction of the relationship, the, the um, what am I trying to say? Like how, how fast it moves, you know, like the, the trajectory of it, everything. Like just wanting to be in control of how it goes because I think that when I'm in control, things go smoothly so okay. i'm making the decisions but but when you when you really see that a lot of times and that's why we was talking about something came to my mind earlier when we was talking about keeping the spark and i was like you know what if people really did love without fear what if i didn't think about what you were doing outside of me what if i didn't think about you know uh where this is gonna go if we're gonna be together be married whatever like what if i just chose to love a person because i want to love them and i ain't think about none of that you know what i mean like Mm. that some of that will be very unconditional but then of course you you got risk yeah Yeah, big ones But I think trying to control, like, like all of us trying to control, like, what happens next, what's going on, like, it, it gets a bit much, and I think it creates conflict. Absolutely. Absolutely. But ambiguity, somebody not, like, letting you know what their intentions are, definitely can kill it, too, because, you know, uh, who wants to find follow somebody blindly and they don't know where they're going? Mm. Yeah, that's the big one. And I've been that's where trust comes in at too though. You trust that person. No. Man. It's it's I mean these are like like just all these variables. I feel like if you know if you're walking down through life and then there's variable here, variable here, you're supposed to hold on to all of these, but then your hands start getting full with all these variables, you know. Uh sometimes that sounds like it could just be, you know, too much in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, let's take a look at this real quick, and and then we'll we'll, we'll close out in a little bit. But uh, uh, top three signs that your relationship is about to end. We're not gonna go through this whole nine minute video, but we'll, we'll jump into a couple of these. The top three signs that your relationship is about to end and how to save it. Number one, your partner says that they love you, but they are not in love with you anymore. You can't convince your partner to be in love with you, even if they want to. Number two, you are not having sex. The sexual relationship has gone out the window. You've become roommates instead of soulmates. And number three, your partner is spending more time with others than they are with you, or there have already been emotional or physical affairs. If any of this is happening in your relationship, you need to take drastic action before your partner leaves for good and never comes back. The truth is that you cannot convince your partner to be in love with you. You cannot convince your partner to be attracted to you. And you cannot convince your partner to forget the past. But you can trigger love. You can trigger attraction. And you can trigger a desire to forget the past in your partner, even if they're not currently a willing participant. So, you know what? I think we were talking about this earlier when you, you know, we were talking about begging for the bare minimum. And I think when you get in those situations, that's where you just grasping at straws like, I can't let this go. I want to work. Just give me something. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the things that stood out to me is when he said, You can, um, like, for, forget uh, or forgive somebody or forget something. Um, even if that person's not will not a willing participant. So basically, like how you treat a person, you can treat a person based on how you want to treat them and not off of what they you feel their behaviors are. You know, whether they're behaving good or bad. You know what I mean? Um and I think a lot of times when you look at past like older people that have been together for a long time, a lot of that is, you know. It's, it's a lot of forgiveness in those relationships. It has to be, you know, because some of these people grew up together and they made a lot of mistakes with each other, you know, through their own traumas and through their own, like, choices and drama, you know, but they still stay together. So that's the thing is, like, I don't, I don't really want to go through all of that. I feel like we, I done went through all of that enough for other people. I'm old enough to know, like, okay, this is what I want. Do you want the same thing? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. But um, but you see that people do, and I think that is based off of you know a, a, a unconditional a place that you come to a piece in your own mind. Like some people look at each other like I'm not going anywhere, so I'm gonna forgive you over and over again because I ain't going nowhere, you know. Um, and what what can make you go what what can make you leave a person that you really want to be with? For some people, nothing. Like, literally nothing. I've, I've watched it. I'm like, for real? Mm. You know, and I think about my grandparents. They made it 49 years. And it wasn't until his funeral. So she passed away before him. They made it 49 years until she passed away. And it wasn't until his funeral that we learned his deep, dark secret and she kept it for him for years. Mm -hmm. He has stepped out on her 
with the woman down the street and created a whole brand new a whole other family oh well that was pretty common wow. right and we didn't know yeah that was that was back dinner. before the cell phones and whatnot that was back when we still were. no she knew she knew he was very prominent in the black church community so he's a pillar mm. in the community he's very well respected and they were a very well respected couple and she kept that secret from him she knew the whole time that woman came to the house from what i understand my cousins and i we were sitting around putting these conversations together stuff we overheard we were sitting around listening when we weren't supposed to be listening that woman came to the house and said i have something that belongs to your husband and my grandmother told her don't you come back here ever again so she knew the whole time that he had created that other family and she kept that secret for him so he can maintain his reputation well, which you know, which maintains a love their standard of living seeing. right um mm. but i think too when you marry you know your husband looking bad is you looking bad you know? right and so, that was back when you divorce was on you know i won't say it was unheard of but they just didn't do that like i respect women that don't talk bad about their husbands and stuff like when i heard mm. girls like constantly down on their boyfriend so i'm like okay it's a boyfriend but when I heard people talk about bad about their husband, I feel like that's like a reflection of you. You know what I'm saying? This is who you chose for the rest of your life. So like and and not because they are that's their husband, but because this is who you're staying with, but you're giving everybody else the worst view of them. Yeah. Exactly. You're and that's for boyfriends people. also, because yeah. Think about it, your girl or like, ex boyfriends, especially blah 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 to me and then yeah, he ain't shit. And then you turn around and you stay with him. Now your friends are looking at you like it's dumb hoe. Or or when you talk about him, that, like not forgiving uh, him, and now it's weird when it's weird energy when y'all right, yeah. right. You got to keep that in house. Or an ex, you know, especially if it's a, a, a ex uh, child's mother or father, then it's like yo, you talking shit about them when you chose them. Right, we just you, had that conversation you last with week, them, remember? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, interesting stuff, interesting stuff. And I think, you know, if you could give people three three definite things to do uh, right now to um, focus on rekindling that spark or recharging uh, that spark, what would it be? Um, I would say um, really looking at your love language, what you need from a person, like having those conversations about what you need not, and not, you know, not trying to beat around the bush on that. Um, I think definitely, you know, intimacy, physical or emotional intimacy and, 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 and then also emotional security, like trust and friendship, you know, um, those to me are the things that I feel like people should focus on. Uh, I think a lot of times people get caught up focusing on each other's like flaws instead of dwelling on each other's strengths, you know? Yeah. And then, and then if you look at love languages and you look at value system and, and whether or not you emotionally and, you know, safe and all of that, if, if you evaluate that together and you see that, that now nah, we don't really link up, like we don't match up in these areas, you know, then I think we need to be more, um, we need to be more 
careful with our time that we spend with people, you know, that ain't, you know, matching up. Like, because that's a lot. Oh. Time's important, you know, wasting time with yeah. people and, and y'all don't really, and it's just lackluster. But um, but I don't think every relationship are, is going to have like a constant spark. And that's why friendship is important to me. Because mm. even when the, even when the, if we ain't, you know, vibing as lovers, I still want you to be my friend, you know, and not an honor me in friendship. Yes. And that's why it needs to be more things outside of the, the, the lovemaking, you know, going on. So absolutely. No. <laughs> it is important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, women coming into themselves, you know. So uh, as you heard it here on No Panties After Dark show, ladies, um, you know, y'all probably should masturbate too. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, come into yourself. Um, but with that being said, folks, uh, it is another episode of No Panties After Dark. We'll go ahead and close it on out. It's uh, been a nice little two-hour running show. Miss LaQuisha Moore, please, how can people get in contact with you? Because um, we, we, we... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm on Facebook, L. Denise Moore. Um, and then uh, on Instagram at Proverbial Heart. Um, that's pretty much it on my, my social media, for real. Yeah. I mean, if somebody wants a session with you, then is uh, that how they... Like, my phone, no, they just have to call me or email me. My email is laquisha, L-A-Q-U-I-S-H-A dot more at gmail.com or they can also reach me at levitatecounseling um, at gmail.com and then uh, my phone number is 502-315-9969. Okay, will you um, please make sure you you know, maybe after the show, go put that in the comments on the page. You said L A Q U I S H A dot M O O R E at gmail.com. Yep. Okay, here I'm gonna post that right now. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely, there it is. Yeah, you got it right there. Yep, yep. So, y'all, uh, you know, you want to get in contact with her, then, you know, please do. Um, you know, she, you know, some of y'all are just, you know, really nuts and and you need somebody to talk to um but uh some of you and so call her because you know some of y'all but no nah, i'm just playing some some you know if you want someone to to walk you through some good steps um in 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 life your every day then she's definitely somebody good to talk to so with that being said appreciate you sis uh pretty brown skin appreciate you sis and uh, again, no panties after dark. We'll see y'all next week. All right. I'll see y'all later. No panties after dark. Your adult relationship conversation. Going where most ones. Speaking of things, most It's no panties after dark. We put the relationship.
Thank you.